welcome to Connection Academy podcast, a series of conversations where we explore how to live with joy. We discuss topics related to human connection and the potential we all have to live a more connected life. I'm your host, Kristen Ransom. If this conversation inspires you or leaves you feeling curious to learn more, visit our website, connectionacademy.co, where you can register for an online workshop or one-on-one coaching. Today we are exploring a skill that can help us free ourselves from our unconscious mind and to express ourselves freely in the world. And of course, we're speaking here about creativity, not necessarily in the context of art, but in the context of life itself. Now, skills like creativity aren't built through discussion, but through practice. So today I'm going to lead you through a creative thinking exercise, as well as offer you a coaching practice on how to respond to the limiting beliefs, doubts, and insecurities that limits your creativity and ability to express yourself freely. My best intention is that this conversation inspires you to open your mind and to imagine what might be possible when you view your life as a work of art. Let's get into it. In support of World Mental Health Awareness Day, which is on the 10th of October, This conversation is part of a series of conversations where I'm exploring an incredible skill which can transform how we relate to our minds and how we express ourselves. And of course, the skill I am referring to here is none other than creativity. So to get started today, I'm going to ask for your participation and invite you to engage in a five-minute creative thinking exercise. Now we're doing this exercise because creative thinking helps us develop our imagination and how to consciously use it in a way that inspires our ideas and our ability to communicate them effectively. And there is so much joy to be gained in learning how to awaken your imagination and how to express yourself freely. And in contrast to this, So much of our mental suffering is due to the unconscious use of our imagination, where our minds seem to travel in time, into the past or the future, focusing on things that don't truly serve us in the present moment. And this unconscious use of imagination results in a great deal of our anxiety and mental discomfort. So today, let's see if we can nourish our imagination And we're going to do this through a creative thinking exercise and engaging in a rich discussion of the ideas we create as a result. So how this exercise is going to work is in three steps. The first step is that I'm going to offer you a quote about creativity to reflect on. And today we are reflecting on the wise words of Pablo Picasso, who has been called the artist of the 20th century somebody who revolutionized the world of art. All right, step two, you are going to pause the podcast, ideally set a five-minute timer, and in this time, you are going to reflect on the quote and see what ideas it inspires in you. And step three, I would encourage you to sit with a blank piece of paper and to write out your reflections, 
And you can do this just simply listing ideas in bullet points using simple, uncomplicated language. Now, if you are listening to this while you are driving or walking, simply just pause the podcast and take a moment to reflect and perhaps say your ideas out loud. And something important I will share before we get started is that creative thinking is not about coming up with answers, but generating new ideas. There's no right or wrong. What we are looking to build is our capacity to reflect and to bring something new into being. So let me read these wise words about creativity from none other than Pablo Picasso. And he says, art is the elimination of the unnecessary. Isn't that powerful? Art is the elimination of the unnecessary. Now, what I'm inviting you to do is to pause the podcast Set a timer for five minutes and just reflect on this quote and what ideas it inspires in you. But here's the added piece of information I'm going to offer. I want you to reflect on these words with the context that life is a work of art. And when Pablo Picasso says art is the elimination of the unnecessary, what does that mean to you? So take five minutes, write down your reflections, pause the podcast, say them out loud, and I will see you back in a few moments. Alrighty, so welcome back. Now, if we were together in a workshop, the ideal situation would be to allow everyone to share their ideas and to sense into which of them feel inspiring. Okay, but sadly, today we are not all sharing space. So instead, I'm going to share two ideas this quote inspired in me and linking to the purpose of this conversation series, I'll share some reflections on how these ideas can help cultivate peace of mind. So let me read the quote again from Pablo Picasso. He says, art is the elimination of the unnecessary. Now, the first idea I had was this. Life is a work of art brought into being through the choices you make. And to shine some additional light on this idea, for me, I like to imagine life as standing in front of a big blank canvas, and every choice you make is representative of the brush strokes on that canvas, which bring your life into color. And these brush strokes are inspired by the resources you have around you and within you, how you relate to them, and how you express them. And these creative resources, as I like to call them, might include things like the types of thoughts you choose to believe in, how you choose to express yourself, or how you choose to imagine the future. And your power lies in noticing that you have these creative resources in your back pocket at all times. I often like to say freedom lies in your capacity to choose. And most people don't realize that they can choose whether or not to believe their thoughts. They can choose how to express themselves. And they can choose how to imagine a future that inspires them. You see, when you realize your capacity for choice, you are inspired by an energy that is so powerful that it ignites within you a vibrancy which brings your life into being. And I like to call this vibrancy joy. 
To put it more simply, life becomes a work of art when you realize your capacity for choice. And going back to the quote from Pablo Picasso, art is the elimination of the unnecessary. Embarking on the creative journey which is your life is about noticing the choices you are making that no longer serve you and choosing to let them go. So that was my first idea. Life is a work of art brought into being through the choices you make. What choices are you making? And how are they shaping and inspiring the artwork which is your life? And this line of thinking I developed when coming up with this first idea quickly led me to idea number two, which went a little bit deeper. (laughs) So the second idea I had was this. Letting go of what no longer serves us is uncomfortable, which is why most people hold on. Hmm. I'm just going to read that again. Letting go of what no longer serves us is uncomfortable, which is why most people hold on. You see, when you first begin to pay attention to the choices you are making in your life, this awareness will feel uncomfortable at first. And I like to use the image of being in a dark room. And this dark room can often be representative of your life. And perhaps your eyes have somewhat adjusted to the dark and you can more or less make your way around. Yes, you stumble around and perhaps you stub your toe here or there, but you get on okay. The choice to turn your attention inwards and to bring awareness to your thoughts, your beliefs, your actions, right? This is like turning the lights on for the first time. And that light can hurt your eyes. And once they adjust, you start to notice all the clutter that is lying around. And at this point, most people's default reaction is to turn the lights back off. They don't want to look at the mess. They don't want to take responsibility for it. Something about that feels too painful. In fact, most people hold onto their mental clutter simply because it has become familiar to them. And what's familiar feels safe, right? Our minds have a natural repulsion to what's unfamiliar. Simply because our minds associate what's unfamiliar with being unsafe, right? We don't know what could be lurking there. And one of my favorite quotes says, we often prefer a familiar discomfort over an unfamiliar new possibility, And when it comes to developing self-awareness, right, turning the lights on, most people don't make that choice. Because the possibility of what they might see is uncomfortable. So they prefer to live in the dark, even though it's uncomfortable, even though it's painful. Now, in the wise words of Rumi, who was a 13th century Persian poet, he says the cure for the pain is in the pain. And we need to develop the courage to step into the mess of our lives if we hope to clean it up. And the longer we keep turning away, numbing it out with drugs, alcohol, or distracting ourselves with 
highly stimulating activities or pouring ourselves into work and other projects, right, the more that mess will just accumulate and the greater the burden we carry inside of ourselves. In fact, this analogy of living your life in a dark room full of mental clutter that you keep stumbling into, and that stumbling is painful, it reminds me of a powerful quote from Khalil Gibran, who was a Lebanese-American writer, poet, and visual artist. And he said, Every man is two men. One is awake in the dark, the other asleep in the light. Right, Being awake in the dark is when you never turn the lights on and you live your life stumbling around the fears doubts and limiting beliefs that you carry in your mind. And this is painful so long as you forget that you hold a torch in your hand at all times. And that torch is the light of compassion. And when you remember to turn it on and to have the courage to shine it onto your fears, doubts and insecurities, to look them in the eye without turning away, Right, that compassionate sense of awareness serves as the catalyst for change. And when you remember your innate ability to be compassionate, that is what wakes you up and you begin to live life with the lights turned on. Your life becomes inspired with a sense of joy, a sense of meaning, a sense of fulfillment. Right, this is what it means when the lights are on. You are choosing how to respond to life as it happens. You are taking responsibility for your life. And to learn how to respond to life rather than react to life requires you to remember that you have the torch in your hand. You have that innate sense of compassion to turn your attention inwards, to turn the lights on and to look in the eye what you keep stumbling into that is no longer serving you. And so today, where I'm going to close us off, right? this idea that I just shared with you, letting go of what no longer serves us is uncomfortable, which is why most people hold on. This idea inspired me to design a practice, which I'm going to offer you today. And I do this at the end of most podcast episodes because my mission here is to make joy practical. I want to help you cultivate a sense of joy in your life, to live with joy. It's not enough for me to inspire you. I want to give you the practical tools to help you take necessary action in your life. So this practice I'm going to offer you today is a practice that you can engage with in moments where you feel like you are stumbling around in the dark. Okay, this might mean bumping into your limiting beliefs, fears, doubts, insecurities, it's those difficult emotions you find yourself struggling to let go of. What does it mean for you when you are stumbling around in the dark of your life? Unsure of how to access that torchlight you carry and therefore unable to see your way around. So ultimately, it's a practice you can engage when you feel disempowered. Okay, you can think about this practice as the most basic first step towards accessing that torchlight, or rather your innate source of compassionate awareness. 
And before I offer you this practice, I invite you to pause for a moment. Perhaps close your eyes if you can. And just allow your memory to take you back into a most recent experience where you bumped into something in the dark. A difficult thought, a challenging emotion, tension in your body. What was going on for you? Right, it could be an emotion such as frustration, impatience, shame or resentment. It could be a belief like I am not enough. I'm going to fail. Why bother trying? What is it that you find yourself bumping into? And for now, just put a name to it. Okay, we're not trying to change or control it, but rather to take the first step of bringing awareness to the content of our inner world. Right, this awareness is the catalyst for change. So what do you find yourself bumping into? Right, I know for me, I would have said frustration. And some beliefs there would be self-doubt. So the work I'm doing is not good enough. I am not good enough. Why can't I do this? Will I ever be able to do this? Why bother trying? Okay, so what's your spiral? What do you keep stubbing your toe on in the dark? Now the practice is this. When you find yourself bumping into this clutter in your mind, follow these steps. And in order to remember them, I invite you to do them with me now and to write them down. So the first step is to put your hand on your heart, close your eyes, and just take a breath. And we take this step to ground into our bodies, right? Avoiding the compulsive tendency to react to our mind. Right? Remember, we are developing the ability to respond to our mind. And when you take this step, you are inviting yourself to be present with what is going on. Without turning away, without judging whatever it is that you are experiencing, you're just choosing to close your eyes, connect to your heart, and take a breath. You're creating space for yourself. Right through the breath, you are creating space. And if you just do this step, that is enough. It might seem basic and simple. And because of that, your complex mind might believe it needs a complex solution. Trust in the power of simplicity and just creating a pause between stimulus and response. Close your eyes, put your hand on your heart and take a breath. And I would usually stay here for three to six breaths at least before moving on to step two of the practice. Now the second step of this practice is to ask a question. 
So still sitting with your eyes closed, your hands on your heart, just breathing with your attention on your breath. You just say to yourself, is this helpful or is this harmful? And here you are referring to the clutter you have stumbled upon in your mind. Right? It's always clutter in your mind. There's a part of you that's going to blame your circumstances. But you need to take responsibility and look at how are you reacting to your circumstances. One of my favorite quotes is from the Tibetan Buddhist nun called Pema Chodron. And she says, the things you call obstacles are just your mind showing you where you are still stuck. So when you encounter this stuckness, the stumbling block in the dark, this thing you are stumbling into in the dark, you pause and you ask, is this helpful or is this harmful? And try not to answer that question with your mind. That's going to be your impulse. You're going to try to make sense of what you are stumbling into. You're going to try to understand it, to rationalize it, to solve it as if it is a problem. And don't judge yourself for that because unfortunately, that's how we've been taught. We've been taught how to solve problems, not how to stop creating them. And how to let them go. So try not to answer this question with your mind. But to sense into it. And what I mean by that is within the space that follows your question. Lies your capacity for compassion. Okay, sense into that space after the question mark. Is this helpful? Or is this harmful? And you can visualize yourself here quite literally shining a light into the darkness of your inner world or into the darkness of your mind. And you're having the courage to inquire into what is there, whether or not it is serving you. And now remember that this light, it will feel uncomfortable at first. And that discomfort will show up as your mind trying to control criticize, complain, or change whatever it encounters, right? The ego does not like being exposed, right? The practice here is to sit in the stillness that follows the question and just to sense what is there. And even though what is there is uncomfortable, hence why you stumbled into it, And you noticed the pain and you said, I'm going to look at this pain in the eye. The cure for the pain is in the pain. Trust that over time and with practice, this light of compassionate awareness will help you navigate your way through the content of your mind. And through doing so, you can learn to let go of what is no longer serving you. Is it helpful or is it harmful? And a final reminder with this practice, anything that is a practice needs to be done repeatedly. Okay, think about learning to play the piano. You don't go to one piano lesson and become Beethoven or Mozart overnight. (laughs) 
You have to keep at it. That's the essence of art. Creativity is a practice. Okay? And here, when we are practicing compassion, the ability to bring love into a space that is held by fear, we have to acknowledge that that space has been held by fear for a long time. And human beings are creatures of habit. So that space that is held by fear, that limiting belief that you have, as an example, it takes time to unravel. You don't just look it in the eye once and then all of a sudden, poof, it's gone. No, you have to revisit it time and time again. And each time you shine the light of compassion, the fear you have gets lighter and you get stronger. And when you start to see this, you start to realize that fear is your greatest teacher. The things you call obstacles are just life showing you where you are still stuck. Stop berating yourself for judging yourself, for judging others, for feeling resentment. Rather, lean into that pain. It can be your greatest source of healing. And on the other side of it lies peace of mind and joy. So that's where we're going to close off today. Thank you for your attention. It is the most precious resource you have. I'll see you next time. Thanks for tuning in to today's conversation on Connection Academy podcast. I hope that today's conversation has been helpful and has resonated with you. If you'd like to engage more with the topic of human connection and to explore more practical ways you can cultivate a deeper sense of joy in your life, visit our website, connectionacademy.co, to register for an upcoming workshop. Make sure you've subscribed to the podcast so that you don't miss out on the next episode. See you next time.